0: So if you have questions or you want to sign up for FitBucks, you can do so in the show notes, FitBucks.com. Build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, welcome as well got a good one today i was uh, been traveling a lot going to a lot of universities uh, doing a lot of workshops for student loans and financial planning and a lot of the university deans and chairs um uh, you know wanted to talk with me they wanted to get my opinion about what's been going on like with the industry what are they scared about basically enrollment uh, especially for undergrad is down, but even from graduate programs that we've gone to, enrollment typical application numbers are down as well. And so, they've been asking me that because we deal a lot with loans, right? And my response is partially, you should be scared about the loans and whatnot, but that's not the bigger problem. The bigger, bigger, bigger problem is AI, and that's what we're going to talk about on this episode today. Even if you've already graduated from school, you're going to want to listen to this because it's not just about school, it could also be about your position and in, in your career and whatnot. Okay. Uh, before we dive into the episode, as always, if you're on the podcast, be sure to subscribe. If you're on YouTube, subscribe, hit the like, hit the notification button. Uh, it helps with the algorithms, getting us up on the charts, getting the word out there. It helps us grow. It helps yourself because you're going to get Notifications when new episodes come out. It helps everybody else because the higher we rank, also, the more the news gets out and everything like that. So it's a win win basically for everyone. So please take a minute to do that. Um, also, if you haven't joined Fitbucks already, getting help with your new uh, financial plan using our new AI technology that we also supplement that AI technology with real coaches that you can work with, be sure to go to fitbucks.com, sign up, build your plan, schedule a call to coach get some help let's dive into the episode so like i said i've been traveling a lot at these different universities so i've been getting this a lot especially over the last month um about what can i expect i'm gonna go back in time before i get to the whole ai piece okay um you know grad schools the they uncapped how much tuition or how much in federal student loan debt you can get back in 2010 that really accelerated like pricing um now you copy that or you supplement that with just inflation in general the last year, two years of living, a cost of living plus tuition rises. It's a lot. Okay. Um, And we're just seeing loan balances of new grads going up and up and up. It's significant. And that's causing, you know, a lot of people to second guess going back into school because it's unaffordable. And what the government is trying to do is come out with like, Income driven repayment plans and all that type of stuff to try to, to supplement that so you don't have to pay as much. It's a debacle that I don't want to get into. The, the reason why I, I'm bringing it up is because the schools are starting to see a problem now because their enrollment numbers are down. And so that's why they're scared. They're like, well, how can we get these enrollment numbers back up? How can we make these things more affordable? That's the problem that they're focusing on. Now, the problem is their today. But the actual problem started 10, 15, 20 years ago. So they, in reality, should have been seeing this back then and being like, we need to get ahead of this unless our enrollment numbers are down. I always, I have this saying, right? Like today is a a reflection of past life events. So it's a knee-jerk reaction. Like this is what I'm seeing today. Therefore, now I need to solve the problem of today. It's like, well, no, that occurred because of things that happened years ago. Okay. Now, I bring that up because a lot of the universities are tackling this whole, well, our numbers are down because of student loans problem that they have now. But if I look at it, I'm looking at it from a university standpoint saying, what are our problems going to be five to ten years from now and that is where ai comes in and again i've seen a lot about this with like jobs and whatnot because of what's going on with like chat gpt and everything but i have a feeling it's going to hit universities really hard and i'm going to give you an example of this okay years ago you wanted to be an engineer okay you had to go through school and get degree now I could go learn coding all by myself I could be the best coder in the world but for some reason all these jobs all they ever wanted to ask was do you have a degree so in order for me to work at a lot of these positions I had to have a degree I couldn't have been self-taught okay now because of this problem with student loan debt now over the last like five years you've seen coding schools really take off, because all of a sudden it was like, yeah, um, you don't need a degree from a four year for that. And employers are like, well, wait a second. If you can code and you got the certificate saying that you're efficient in this, we don't need a, a, a college degree. Plus those guys coming from coding school, they don't have all this debt. So their like, salary requirements are lower, all this other stuff. like, we're We're going to start hiring from code schools. So you've seen over the last year or two, You know a lot of tech companies hiring from from code schools. Okay, now is happening going forward. Is things like ChatGPT can actually start writing code, and so what's happening is is that it's not replacing engineers right now, but it makes engineers a lot more efficient. It can create a code, they can diagnose code, they can find mistakes, they can do it a lot sooner, and with a lot less resources. So what that ends up meaning is all these people going to uh to undergrad school to become engineers computer engineers or going to code schools to become engineers the need you're still going to need them but you're going to need less of them that's the key thing less of them okay and now that i've gone on the tangent you're also seeing this with remote work also like a lot of of tech companies i see this all the time they're sitting there saying, well, this person wants to work remotely. Why would I hire a United States worker? I can hire somebody over in India for to be remote and it's gonna cost me half what it cost here. So now those jobs are going overseas. So you have AI in that industry plus uh, overseas and a lot of you are in healthcare. So you're like, oh, that's not gonna happen in my industry. Oh, I'll get there. Okay, I'm just focusing on this one example for the time being. So with that being said, where I see universities falling into a into a trap and a problem in 5, 10, 15 years is that they are going to continue to teach at, like as though it was 20, 30 years ago. They're not going to teach for the jobs of the future, the AI stuff or anything like that, which they do have programs like the data science programs and all that type of stuff. But in general, they're not looking at the curve saying, how do we prepare our students for what's coming up in the future. What is their future gonna be looking at? What tools are gonna be available? How do we get them to start using these tools? How do we start having them think about this stuff? And instead, they're saying, well, no, this is the way the industry is today. So we're gonna teach just to that, and that's it. So I know a lot of PTs are, are, for example, on here, okay? The way the universities teach right now, and the way PTs are trained, are to train them on what's there today. And and some people in the PT industry, when I say that to them, they actually laugh at me. They're like, no, 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 they're not even teaching what's there today. They're teaching what was there like 10, 15 years ago, not what's there today. So they're already behind the curve in their opinion. Again, I don't know, cause I'm not an actual PT. So I don't I don't know that it's just the observation that I hear from other PTs. And so I'm using that as an example, but it's like everywhere out throughout healthcare, things are going to be automated through the use of AI. So, again, going back to the original topic of universities, it's like they got these programs for these assistant positions and this position and that position. Those positions are probably going to be irrelevant or just like with engineers, we're going to need them, but with a lot less engineers. I mean, just look at, at what we're doing with with financial planning. Okay? So those of you that don't know, we want to automate everything in financial services so that way you don't have to think about money and you can go out and do other stuff. That's, that's what our main goal is. And we started with, with trying to automate as much as we can in the financial planning process, okay? Um, and then from there, we'll automate some other stuff coming down the pipe. But if you look at like the average financial planner, okay, the average financial planner, it will take them 40 hours to collect data from you, analyze that data, put together plans, present it to you, make edits, implement the plan, monitor the plan, follow up with you. On average, it takes them 40 hours a year, okay? We have that process and that technology that makes it, it basically conduce to less than an hour a year. Less than an hour, okay? And that's just what we have all, like as of today. You know, think about what we can have in the next five years. So with financial planners, like that technology is coming. You still might need them, but you're going to need a lot less of them. So like, again, colleges now are having these degrees for financial planning. And I've gone out. I'll give you a pretty good example. I've gone out, there's, I think there's 50 or 63 programs now throughout the United States, well, universities that have financial planning degrees for undergraduates, okay? Two problems. One, I've gone to them and, and said like, look, this is where this is going. Do you want your students to start using this stuff? I don't even get a response. Literally, we did not get one response from one university, not one. And I had, these are not just me cold emailing them or cold calling them. I had ins at some of these universities, they didn't even bother responding because they'd rather teach to the old, what was there yesterday, not what's gonna be there in the future. But also, here's, here's another issue I see. You're getting one of those degrees? What happens if you go into that degree and either that industry needs less people or they don't need people at all anymore because it's automated? Your degree? worthless and now you add that with student loans that you're supposed to repay you think you got a problem now if you're a university and your higher education wait five to ten years right because there's i mean uh, using chat gpt using things like jasper it's coming and that doesn't mean that there's not going to be jobs. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be things for people to do. It means that it's going to shift industries. And what I'm saying is, with universities, I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with that shift, and it's it's not going to look pretty. Okay. For those of you, the reason why I said this podcast is good for all of you guys to listen to, I use a university as an example of the coming problem. Why? Just because I've been, like I said, I've been traveling a lot, and I hear this from a lot of the University asking me my opinion about what's going to happen, you know, with tech and all that type of stuff coming out of the future. But it applies to all of you, too. All of our jobs fall. It doesn't matter how, uh, you know, high education you have. Like I've seen tech for robots that are just not approved via FDA for surgeries that are way more efficient than any surgeon can be because it's all done to the T mathematically with robots. It's coming. It is coming down the pike. And you just have to look at, and the reason why I wanna go through this podcast is because I'm always huge on learning. Those of you that have sat through our workshops or some of the webinars that we've done, you always would hear me say, and I've even said on this podcast a few times, Mm -hmm that too often I, I see new grads with like a graduate degree and they're like, my learning days are over and they stop learning. Did you know, for example, here's a stat that's interesting. The average adult in this country reads less than one book a year. The average adult in this country reads less than one book a year. It's like we hit adulthood specifically after we get like degrees and we just stop learning. You can't do that. You are going to have to continue learning. If you want to get into some of this AI stuff, start learning like natural language processing. Start learning data science. Start learning um, neuromapping. Like it just, even if you don't, if you're not an expert at it, just read about it so you even know what these things are. Like if I just said those words right now, and you're listening to this podcast or watching this this video. If I said those words and you don't know what I'm talking about, I would go and start looking them up on Google. Just so that way you have an understanding because they are the, some of the fundamental pieces of of AI that's coming down the pike. And so my main message for this podcast is keep learning. Keep learning. So that way you don't put yourself in a case like the universities are going to where they're like, oh, shit. like. We're in a bad situation and now we're going to be in a worse situation like in five or 10 years. You don't want to be with that, with your personal finances, with your personal life. Keep learning. That way you're not caught off guard. That is the podcast for today. We'll be talking to you guys soon.